Welcome to the Undefeated Podcast with Sara. Did you know that you don't need to live feeling defeated in any area of your life? I believe a huge part of us learning to live from the place of victory is learning to see from God's perspective and discern what's heaven's agenda in this particular season in your life and in the world around you. In this podcast, we will practice discerning what God is doing, both regarding our individual journeys and corporately, so that we can partner with Him in seeing His kingdom come and will be done right now on earth as it is in heaven and live our lives undefeated. I interviewed my third year students in one of the previous episodes a few weeks ago and I told you that I have playfully called them my trinity this year because it was my first year mentoring three third year students and um, we are not supposed to call them interns anymore like we used to call our third year students and sometimes it gets confusing because I also have other third year students and dancers who I'm leading and teaching. So to differentiate my personal third years, I started calling them my trinity, uh, which by the way, I just counted and I have had 12 personal third years or interns, however you want to call them now. So I just told my 12 disciples <laughs> that this should do it. They can go ahead and change the world. You know, if Jesus could do it with 12 disciples, So, you know, <laughs> he's the example. But anyway, I um, I called that episode when I interviewed my this year's third years. Um, I called that episode a chat with the Trinity. But since I sort of misguided some of you with that topic uh, or the title, I did promise that I would talk about the real Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit at some point. And this week, it just feels like the perfect week to talk about the Holy Spirit. It's the month of May now, and uh, that's actually when we celebrate the Pentecost, the day when the Holy Spirit was poured out on the disciples. And uh, I believe that we all are about to experience the presence of the Holy Spirit in a fresh way again. And another reason why I believe it's so timely to talk about him is that the Holy Spirit is our comforter and he's the only real comforter. And I talked about this a few episodes ago, but I believe that we all need the comfort of the Holy Spirit more than ever before and for me personally this past week has been the week of goodbyes it's been quite emotional we just graduated all our bssm students i think there were about 1600 of them in all three years this year and about 200 of those students were involved in the dance community this year and Even though it's super exciting to send them all out, and I know that that's what we call to do, but it's still emotional to say goodbyes to all of them. And thankfully, not all of them are leaving right away. And I'm so glad that my Trinity is actually going to stick around at least a little while longer. 
but there are lots of goodbyes and this year also several of my leaders here are moving and transitioning into other places and so I've needed to process through some very big emotions regarding all that and honestly I don't think I would be able to make it without the Holy Spirit because he really is the best comforter that there is and and he is the best companion that there is and I love the scripture in John 14 where Jesus is talking to his disciples um I want to read this from the Passion Translation, verses 16 through 17. It says that, I will ask the Father and he will give you another Savior, the Holy Spirit of truth, who will be to you a friend just like me, and he will never leave you. The world won't receive him because they can't see him or know him, but you know him intimately because he remains with you and will live inside you. And then he continues in verse 26 that, But when the Father sends the Spirit of holiness, the one like me who sets you free, he will teach you all things in my name, and he will inspire you to remember every word that I've told you. And I love that the Holy Spirit, he's the one who leads us into all truth, and he's the one who teaches us and reminds us of reminds us of everything that Jesus has said and and also that he is the one who never leaves. Oh, he's so consistent. He's so committed to us. I love how Graham Cook describes him um, and says he says about the Holy Spirit that Holy Spirit is a wonderful companion. He's wise, gentle, exuberant, excited by life, and totally enthusiastic about us. He's powerful, funny, and delightful. He adores Jesus and loves to reveal him to us. He loves us incredibly and has incredible esteem in his heart towards us. He's a genius at everything. He's particularly brilliant at establishing the life of Christ in our experience. I know I've read this quote before, but I, I just feel like it describes the Holy Spirit so well and who he really is. And I, I just, I love the Holy Spirit so much. And I have personally got to know him a lot through dance. I, I believe that he's the original dancer. You know how it says in Genesis that the Spirit of God was moving over the waters at the creation and... I believe that there's always movement involved when God is creating something new. And as a side note, that's why I believe that it's so important that we train dancers who know how to partner with the Holy Spirit in ushering in the new things that God is doing right now. And, and I'm excited to see how that is actually happening uh, in so many places in the world. And uh, I I got to know the Holy Spirit already as a little girl. Um and I I had several like experiences when I I felt it was like supernatural boldness came over me. And uh I may have shared some of these stories before, but uh one of the stories that I I believe that was one of the first times when I I felt 
uh, the anointing of the Holy Spirit in a way that it gave me supernatural boldness. Uh, I was um, probably around, I don't know, five or six years old. And I was playing in this remote area, kind of, um, we had run through this forest and um, I was there with um, two little girls and uh, there were no like other people or houses anywhere nearby. And all of a sudden there was this guy who came there with his motorcycle and he started offering candy to us. And, you know, I... I knew my parents had told me like not to take anything from strangers, but one, this little friend of mine, she was like um, walking towards the guy and, and then all of a sudden the guy grabs him, uh, grabs her and is trying to throw her on his motorcycle. And I'm like, you know, a little five-year-old who was quite, uh, well, very tiny, <laughs> my size, but also quite timid and, and quiet and but it felt like something came on me and I think the something was actually someone. It was the Holy Spirit that I felt his presence. And I all of a sudden like had this idea, like I started picking up these big rocks and I started throwing them at this guy and until like he literally had to let go of my friend. And uh, so I literally was stoning this person. And uh, but we we were able to escape, and we ran into the forest so he couldn't follow us with his motorcycle. And and we were able to escape. And um, and for me, like that was one of those times when I I genuinely believe that 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 was an experience of me feeling the anointing of the Holy Spirit coming on me and empowering me to do something that was so out of my own character or even the way I think as a little girl and um and I also remember moments when as a little girl like I felt the conviction from the Holy Spirit and I actually like um was gathering my little friends and I <laughs> I had all of us like pay and repent of the bad things that we had said and um and I also like remember feeling the boldness to testify about Jesus, which I also believe was coming from the presence of the Holy Spirit, from the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And and since I was a little girl, I I remember just sharing the gospel and telling my friends about Jesus. And and I think I shared this story in my birthday episode <laughs> um, quite a while ago, last September, about how I was telling how I did gymnastics and we were like seven girls training on the same team and I was around 12 years old at the time and and I got to lead all my little friends to Jesus and and again like I think that came from the connection with the Holy Spirit um, and I also it wasn't just boldness but it's, it was this excitement it was like I couldn't contain what was on the inside like I had to share the love of Jesus and in Acts 1 verse 8, there's the verse that says that, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And and I think that's like the desire to witness uh, comes from being filled with the Holy Spirit and, and receiving his anointing on our lives and and also like in dance, like I said before, like dance has been one of those places for me where I have really got to learn so much about the Holy Spirit and learn how to 
actually partner with him when I dance, when I move. And, and even like initially to begin with, it was like I was receiving the boldness to dance from the Holy Spirit because I was so like <laughs> timid with my dance. There would have been no way I would have been willing to even like dance anywhere where other people could see me. And I felt so not qualified. Um, and when I actually started dancing in worship for the first time, I had no dance training. Uh, so I was literally like just leaning on the Holy Spirit and telling him like, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. Like either you will lead me and teach me or this is going to be ridiculous. And I remember those moments when I I just, I felt his presence so tangibly. And, and I felt like, Holy Spirit always led me into the heart of God and and being able to just uh yeah partner with God like I had never been able to before and and being able to hear his voice as I moved and and not just express my worship to God but but actually being able to hear and listen to God and to his heart and being able to even then just express things from God's heart with my dance and with my movement and and entering into that place of freedom where I wasn't self-conscious anymore, but I was actually God-conscious and I was responding to his presence and to his heart. And, and you know, there's the scripture that says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. In, it's in 2 Corinthians 3.17. And, and I actually really love how the Passion Translation says that uh, wherever he is Lord, ho- ho- the Holy Spirit referring to the Holy Spirit, wherever he is Lord, there is freedom. That it's actually the place where we make him Lord, that that's what creates the real and true freedom. And Holy Spirit is, of course, also the one who makes us holy. There's so many scriptures in the Bible that talk about like God. God is the one who actually makes us holy. And I was thinking of this quote from uh, the Chosen series. I don't know if you guys have been watching it. I highly recommend the Chosen um and uh there was there's a quote from one of the newer episodes i actually i can't remember who says it but um anyway the quote says that i don't think he's waiting for us to be holy i think he's here because we can't be holy without him and that was obviously referring to jesus like that they were saying like, we, well, we don't think Jesus is waiting for us to be holy, but he's actually here because we can't be holy without him. And uh, obviously when Jesus was on earth, the Holy Spirit hadn't been poured out on the disciples yet. So uh, in the same way, now the Holy Spirit who Jesus sent, like he's the one who is here to make us holy, uh, that it's his presence that actually sanctifies us and I, I love how in First Peter 1, um, it actually says, oh, this is uh, Peter says that Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to God's elect who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctifying work of the Spirit. Um, it's, so it's the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit uh, that he's actually the one who makes us holy and who sanctifies us. And, and we can't even be holy without him. And we can't even live sanctified lives without him. That is actually his presence that empowers us and makes us holy. And, and Holy Spirit, that he's also, he's the ultimate gift giver. 
and I, I've actually heard it said sometimes that the way we relate to our earthly mothers has to do with how we relate to the Holy Spirit. Not probably, not this may not apply to everybody, but there can be some truth to like in the same way, like, like how we have been relating to our earthly fathers can have an effect how we are relating to our heavenly father. And, and of course, like the Holy Spirit is the one who wants to lead us into all truth, no matter what our experiences have been with our earthly parents. But I was thinking about this even now, because it's the Mother's Day is coming this Sunday. And, and I'm so thankful for my own mom because uh, she's such an amazing gift giver and that's the way she's been my whole life. And, and I believe that my relationship with my mom has made it so much easier for me to receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Um, and, uh, and I also believe that the Holy Spirit wants to like generously, generously give gifts to others. And I think that has to do with the way how my mom has always been that She's not only been so generous in giving gifts to me, but uh, she has literally been helping me to remember and deliver like birthday gifts and Christmas gifts to like my goddaughters and my godson. And, and she's, she's just so brilliant at, at giving gifts. And, uh, and I believe that that's, that has actually made it easier for me to relate to the Holy Spirit in a way that I, I find, find it easy to receive gifts from him and also believe gifts for other people from him. Um, and this is also uh, in 1 Corinthians 12, where it's talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It says that uh, now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. And then it continues, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between Spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of the one and the same Spirit. And He distributes them to each one just as He determines. That was from 1 Corinthians 12, 1 through 11, from NIV translation. And, uh, and obviously, like, having gifts of the Holy Spirit, receiving His gifts, it's never a proof of our relationship with God, because God is a generous giver, no matter what. Like, He's, he's not like Santa who gives gifts because we have been good girls or good boys, but he's actually giving gifts because he's good and because he's the, the most amazing gift giver. Uh, and also, like, you know how it says in Romans eleven twenty nine that the gifts of God, uh, his gifts and his call are irrevocable, that he doesn't take them away. So we can't measure anybody's spirituality according to how many gifts of the Holy Spirit they have or operate in. And, and even though we are asked to hunger 
after the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but it's it doesn't prove our relationship with the Lord. And you know, there's even the story in Matthew seven that that says, um, it says that not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you away from me, you evildoers. Which that's a very sobering passage that's from Matthew seven twenty one through 23. That uh, just that the fact that we operate in the gifts of the Spirit, it doesn't prove that we actually know God and have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Um, but we can actually recognize the ones who live in communion with the Holy Spirit by the fruit that is, that's in their lives. And in Galatians 5, uh, verses 22 through 23, it says that, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. That was from NIV again, but uh, it's so it's so beautiful that uh, that the fruit of the spirit that that's actually something that we get from abiding in him from that place of constant communion. It's like, you know, that he's the tree. Jesus is the tree. We are the branches and it's the the we get the fruit of the Holy Spirit when we abide in connection with Jesus. Um that he's actually the source <laughs> and uh and that's not even all that he is like i feel like <laughs> my heart is just about to explode now that i even just continue talking about the holy spirit but um but i was recently reading this passage where it's talking about that the holy spirit himself is actually the promise of the more that is to come for us and and it's actually referring to the Holy Spirit as an engagement ring. Um, I was actually thinking of uh, naming this episode as an engagement ring, but then I thought that maybe that could again be a little bit misleading, even though it's actually been pretty crazy uh, how many engagements there are like within our local dance community only. Like I, I have se- seven of my dancers uh, have got engaged recently. So there are seven couples in our dance community who are going to get married this summer, <laughs> which I think is, is pretty amazing. But, uh, but I was reading this passage from uh, Ephesians 1, um, where it's talking about this, um, like, let me read from um, verse 13. It says that now we have been stamped, stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. He is given to us like an engagement ring as the first installment of what's coming. He is our hope promise of a future inheritance which seals us until we have all of redemption's promises and experience complete freedom, all for the supreme glory and honor of God. Whoa. And then it continues. I pray 
that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. Wow. And and that is my my prayer for all of us including myself. Wow, that we would we would get to know God. And like it says that uh, that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ would impart to us the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through our deepening intimacy with him. And, and I believe that that is, that's, that's the main goal, what the Holy Spirit is wanting to do is that we would have such a deep, deep intimacy with God that he's wanting to lead us into the heart of our Father, that we would know him so intimately that we would never ever need to question his motives, that we, we would always trust his heart, even the moments when we don't understand all his ways. Uh, or maybe we don't understand his timing or or there's just challenges that we are working through that we would be so connected that we would be in that place of abiding in his love yeah and i i just pray right now i i i i thank you god i thank you god so much that you have poured out your spirit over us I thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I even ask that during this week, all of us would get to experience your presence in such a fresh way. Holy Spirit, we give you permission with all of our lives. We give you permission with our hearts. We want you to be our leader. We want you to be our comforter. We want you to be our guide, our counselor, the one who sets us free, the one who sanctifies us. Yeah, the one who leads us into all truth. Yeah, yeah, we love your presence, God. We love your presence. Yeah. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we love you, Lord. We love you so much. Yeah. In Jesus' name, we pray. Yeah, and I really trust that you will get to not just have encounters with the Holy Spirit, but that you actually get to have him as your companion and and having that consistent relationship with him. Um, and so that, he will be that friend for you, that companion to you who never leaves um, and always leads you to Jesus and, and always leads you into all truth. Yeah. In Jesus' name. All right. Have a wonderful week. Bless you all.